This is Abnormal Entertainment. Welcome to Floribama Slammers. This is Kevin Moyers. I'm Frankie G. And we are going to break down one of our favorite shows. Surprising favorite. Yes. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons. Floribama Shore. MTV's crown jewel of just god-awful reality TV, in my opinion. Yeah. And you, you turned me on to this show, and I had seen one episode of Jersey Shore, maybe. I've was, seen zero, so yeah. you've got me beat. It was on Netflix, for whatever reason, starting in season two. I remember that. It was season two, and I was curious. I was like, okay, what's the big deal with this? And I maybe got through half an episode, and it just did not grab me. I couldn't do it. So, And I had never seen an episode of Jersey Shore, but I had that same mentality without seeing a second of right. it. So uh, the reason I found out about this show, Floribama Shore, is one of my guilty pleasures is I love The Challenge on MTV. There are right. two shows that I would always watch on MTV, The Challenge and Catfish. So once this show, uh, Floribama Shore, started coming around, once the they started advertising it. I would see the commercials, and immediately my brain went to Jersey Shore. Don't give a shit. No, thank you. Right. And I disregarded all of it. But yeah. I would see the commercials still. And then I was on Twitter one day. Kind of a little ashamed to admit this, but one of the porn stars that I follow <laughs> on premiere night of Floribama Shore was just raving about it. Yeah. And I decided, all right, I'll give it a check out. And I went back and watch the first episode and immediately i know kevin's sense of humor i know how he sees the world <laughs> yeah said i gotta tell i gotta tell moyers about this <laughs> the, the these people deserve his scorn and his judgment <laughs> so the next time we got together for uh, masterpiece theater i told kevin i said have you seen that or heard about this show yeah and we had a real quick discussion about it you said all right i'll check it out i didn't believe you that you would yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't have blamed you. But the next time we got together, two weeks later, all I heard was, holy shit, you were right. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I, I put the MTV app on my Roku, and I think they had uh, a couple episodes free. And I watched the first couple, and I was like, well, fuck, I can't watch the rest now. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's right when my uncle... Gave me his DirecTV Now password, so I was like, unlock this shit. Here we go. Buckle <laughs> we up. Go. Yeah, and I got through the rest of I mean, the first episode, and we're starting here. We're staying current, so we're starting at Season 2, Episode 4 yes. with this. We're just introducing this show a little bit, and we will backtrack. We'll go through the old episodes. I can't wait to rewatch them, honestly. Yeah, to start mid-season is a little weird, but we're, we're going to do this and, and set them up so they come up in your playlist in order. And you can watch along, but uh, it was just like, what the fuck is happening here? The Jersey Shore episode I watched was boring. It really was. And maybe because they knew each other already, and I don't know, it was just a bunch of meathead Italians. And Whoa, hey. Well, hey, I am too, but growing up in Chicago. Neither of us are meatheads. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of a meathead. But I, think I think there's 280 pounds combined in this room right now. <laughs> but, I mean... Being you know, growing up around Elmwood Park in Chicago, th they're everywhere. So I was just like, I'd seen this before. It wasn't sure. anything special, but the Southern Hillbillies that they loaded up on Florabama <laughs> were fucking. It's a special different. breed. Yes, it's a different breed, and it's something you and I are not as familiar with. No, and that whole beach thing. I've been to Myrtle Beach, so I get that whole kind of. There's the bars and the touristy kind of feel to it and everything. I had a job that would take me to Panama City Beach twice a year. Yeah. Uh, one of those times was always during spring break. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually quite familiar with the landscape out there. But this was years ago, a decade yeah. ago. Things have changed, but they've stayed the same. Yeah. They, they don't change that much in the south. I mean, when I went to Myrtle Beach, which was three years ago, there was a pancake house there called Tar Babies, and it's still there. Tar Babies? Tar Babies. Okay. Yeah. So it's the South. 
<laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, this was all I needed was Courtney peeing in Candace's bed. Episode That's all one, I needed. right that off the it. bat. I'm, I'm in. So yes, <laughs> which takes us to this episode, <laughs> which is fast forward. Yeah, well, at this point, if you're if you're listening to you know in the mid season, you know who these characters are. So, at the end of episode three, we see they're they're celebrating. Gus's birthday, even though Jeremiah's birthday was two days before, they all kind of forget that. They say in the show that it's a joint birthday, but the focus is always on Gus for some reason. They did it last season, too. Yeah, Gus is emotionally the baby of the group. He really is. Unquestionably. Yeah. At least among the the males. Yeah. I I think among all of them. It's possible. I can't see any of the women that is... That are that emotionally stunted. They're, he's like a 14-year-old. All right, I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah he really is. No, I'm thinking is. about it. He probably is. And, and you know, he says that when he was 17, he left home and stuff like that. I don't know what his childhood was like that got him to that point, but he is really like a kid in, in that sort of way. He cares about his birthday. And he and Jeremiah are turning 23. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that's not a big one. Like, no. It, it's it's like, when I was 23, I don't remember what the fuck I did. The only big one was 21. After that, you don't give a shit. Yeah. and well, it, it, I even, didn't. Even 21. Like, all I ever wanted, I want a good meal, I want to get late. That's my birthday. There you go. Like, if that happens, good for me. You know, if it doesn't, eh, whatever. <laughs> but most of the time, it goes pretty well, <laughs> thankfully. Low but, expectations, high satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. So, the fact that he cares this much about his birthday just shows a stunted child. <laughs> yeah. But they go out drinking. In episode three, Kirk gets arrested because he smacks a guy. And he does. He full-on smacks him in the face. It was a shot. Yeah. And, and this is after him getting them kicked out of one bar because he's throwing crackers at a dude. I have never heard the word cracker used more times in the same conversation than I have over the course of season three, which we'll go back to yeah. eventually, and this uh, begin, three, opening yeah. of this episode's, uh, episode four. And speaking of actual food crackers. Yes, not- <laughs> yes, not the white folk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, w- when he was doing that, I mean, the guy started fucking with them first. So... Doesn't make his reaction no, appropriate, but, getting, but it makes for fantastic television. And and the guy, the bouncer that kicked them out was right. That is battery. You're using a weapon in a sense to assault somebody. Mm-hmm. So there you go. But uh, and they were warned, and yeah, Kirk still took it upon himself to do it yet again. Yeah, sorry, you're out of here. And so they start there. He's in the squad car. Uh, Candace is trying to talk to him. And the cop is telling her, get the fuck out of here, we'll arrest you too. And thankfully, the guy that he smacked decided not to press charges. So they let him go. Which was bizarre to me. Yeah. They had gotten home, Kirk, and it was Jeremiah, Gus, and Candace. Just yeah. those four. Everybody else stayed back in the club. Because they didn't know what was happening. They had no idea. They went inside before this all This was a little really trickery happened. on MTV's part. It kind of made us feel like they were just being stupid and oblivious. But yeah. if you sit back and think, how the hell would they know any of this was going on? Right. Um... So, Kirk, Jeremiah, Gus, and Candace get back to the house. They're, they're actually relaxing when the yeah. cops, well, Candace wasn't. She was packing her shit to leave. <laughs> Which, again, episode three will cover that part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cops knock on the door while most of them are just relaxing around the house. So, this guy from, they were at Coyote Ugly when the slap happened. Yeah. This guy called the police, then followed, had them go to the beach house. This guy went with them, too. You'll see, you know, as we see later in the episode, to identify Kirk. He went through all this trouble, and then at the very end goes, Ah, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Is that MTV giving this guy a a little, uh, hey, come on. Well, here's the thing, and I, I listened today to Eliza Schlesinger on Mark Maron's podcast. And oh, she, I wasn't aware you listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has had a stalker, and she was explaining on there, uh, there was an incident where the guy came to her house, and they had him like down at the end of the block, and they asked her to get into a squad car to drive over and identify the guy. So having heard that, that may have been the situation here. 
where the cops showed up and they said, hey, come with us and identify okay. this guy. So I'll, I'll grant you that. That might be the cops asking the guy to come sure. point him out. Uh, that's what I'm thinking there. Um, probably would happen. And the guy was probably like, I just want to go fucking hang with my friends. Now he's sitting in a squad car pointing out somebody and now I'm going to have to go to the station, fill out a report. Fuck okay. this. Let me just go back and drink with my friends. So that's probably at that age, at that level of intoxication, yeah. were you thinking like that? Like, who gives a shit about this, really? I like, just want to go back to the bar, or I want to go home. Yeah. yeah, there's that vindictive quality at that age where he's like, "Fuck this guy, yeah, let's yeah. get the cut." And now, once wait, it gets real, now it's going to inconvenience me. Yep. No, I'm out of here. So they let him go. Then he, Kirk, was relieved, but still, Kirk like, was so extremely calm and collected during the entire process. Yeah, because he was like. I fucked up. Yeah. This is my fault. He was actually owning his shit, which he does through season one. Every time he goes nuts, which happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he goes nuts. He, he goes has crazy. He a hair trigger. He does. He really does. But then he owns it later, like, okay, I fucked up. I think ten years from now, he'll be a pretty well-adjusted guy because he does understand his flaws. I would agree with that. I, I think he'll grow out of this. Uh, the fact that he owns it so quickly. But, you know, he was like, all right, and he had to calm Candace down. He had to get her, like, no, no, she was mad at Gus because Gus was kind of agreeing with the cops. Even though she agreed, yes, he did do this shit, but fuck the cops. <laughs> like, all right. There is, I can see both sides of that argument. Yeah. There's the, okay, the cops are telling us to back the hell off. Yeah. Let's do that for everybody's sake. I see that part of it. And I see her... I'm not comprehending why Gus wasn't backing up his friend. Mm -hmm. I get that. I get both parts. And then, of course, their both of their emotions are amplified by the booze. Alcohol, yeah. There's that. So, and their lack of experience. And again, reactionary. And Candace, honestly, is the most cool of the bunch. Of the entire group, she's the slowest to pop off on, on shit. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she kind of snapped and she's packing her shit and wants to go <laughs> was kind of funny to me. Like, all right, just... <laughs> she makes you laugh frequently with yeah. her one-liners and her little comments and her yeah. just her actions in general. <laughs> she's the most sane of the bunch. Really is. After Kirk was released by the cops, she's waving her pimp juice cup <laughs> <Yes>. around. <laughs> she's sitting there While like, she's talking. Talking about Gus disrespecting her, shaking her pimp cup at him, <laughs> which is the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Kirk settles her down like, look, it's my fault. I'm sorry. And then I will say for Gus, he is the most, uh, he, he's the one that's quickest to work things out. He is that. When it doesn't involve him. But even when it does involve him. Like his personal shit. He he will talk shit out and he will settle things mm. down. He he He's amicable in that way. So even if it's him in in the uh, situation, and he did that with her, and they took the two most sane people, really, I think, of the bunch. I mean, he's childlike in a lot of ways, but they settled their shit and hugged, and everything was good. So yeah, those two are certainly the best out of the group. Yeah, but they certainly fall into the collective where <laughs> none of them ever let anything go. Yeah. Every little argument is the worst injustice they've ever experienced in their entire life. Yeah. And they absolutely go off the rails well, about everything. Like, So to continue with along the, the timeline of this episode, Kodai spilled a ton. Kodai, Cody, I don't even know I don't know, know what anymore. it is. Because they, they keep switching on the show, Kodai. too. They change constantly. Anyway, a tiny little drop, mm -hmm. a little spot on, on Niels' shirt. Yeah. And she threw her entire drink in his face. <laughs> Thank you, MTV, for coming back with the slow-mo slow replay of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a tiny accidental little spot on her yeah. shirt turned into the worst thing she's ever experienced in her yeah. life. And all of them are guilty of this. And he's just like, he's making out with what he considers to be a hot girl. <laughs> oh, boy. And look... Not to sh I'm not. I'm not going to spend time taste. shitting on appearances and stuff. Yep. She's not what you would consider a hot girl in Panama City Beach, She's Florida during spring break, but or not summertime. Yeah, and, and Kodai is not 
a hot guy, so, you know, whatever <laughs> for him. I, I pointed this out to you, the crowd watching them make out, like the disgusted <laughs> looks on their faces as yes. they're witnessing this. Yes. Mwah, chef kiss. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to shit on appearances. No. But <laughs> so it's like, okay. I mean, she was cute, but, yeah, he's making it out like it's Angelina Jolie. And I don't know why I use that. Exact reference, Angelina Jolie. That was a weird one. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a specific attraction to her that the rest of the world does. I'm just like, uh, okay, why I use that, I don't know. But <laughs> and he I'm was, in the minority. In he that. was also wasted. Oh yeah, he was wasted. Everybody's like, still at Coyote. The girl Abbey. said, "Can I kiss you?" Which I'm like, that's my fucking line. <laughs> 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 Which it is. <laughs> it works every fucking time. All of He's the like, cast yeah. members, cast members that were still at Coyote Ugly were ridiculously wasted. Oh, they were trash. You know you're gone when Courtney is your voice of reason for yes. the evening. and she was. And even she pointed it out. Like, yeah, hey. she did in her confessional. <laughs> I was the I was the sane one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad sign. That's time to stop. It's always, time to go home. Always a bad sign. But yeah, so uh, Kodai was all upset. He was like verge of tears. So Courtney got him home. And that left uh, Amy and Nilsa <laughs> to take a cab. The dynamic duo. And they just, <laughs> they get in this cab, and you pointed it out, which I didn't notice the first time watching, but Amy kind of caused this mishap. She did. Because. Not kind of, she did. Yeah. Nilsa, she's like, come on, grabs Nilsa, throws her into this cab. It's a minivan. And uh, the, the woman driving it had to be like, a 23-year-old. Yeah, she was young. Something. She, she seemed young. young. She's young, kind of mousy looking. So she's not... Oh, we're not getting on appearances here. Well, I mean, she doesn't look <laughs> the type to be confrontational. No, no, no. And I have driven a cab. It's a nightmare job. I think I did it for a month. And this scene is the entire reason I would never do Uber. Because imagine this in your own car. She just flips up the center console in the, in the Nilsa, middle we're row. Nilsa talking Nilsa about. does. And just, like it's a toilet, <laughs> she just pisses. Like one of those training toilets that you have for your young child. Yes. That's just a plastic bucket with a lid. That's what she did. That's exactly what In the center did. of this cab. <laughs> and Amy gets up on, onto the fucking seat, and they, they have the uh, the captain's chairs in the middle row. She climbs up on it like, like there's a mouse in a cartoon. <laughs> like the water level was rising yes. in the cab. And the cab driver says nothing. Not a word. Not a fucking thing. And the best part, we're both dying, Nilsa's face when she looks into the camera. Yeah, she looked like she her face had this expression of just like pure satisfaction and contentment. Yes. While there was absolutely nobody home upstairs. Yeah. That's what her face looked like. It was brilliant. Like like she just went cash cab. <laughs> And it was the best. And oh, Courtney God. is the queen of awkward pee scenes on this show, and yeah. that crown will be very, very hard to take. But this was a nice, nice submission into the lore of just awful peeing well, scenes. Well, the, the difference with Courtney pissing on Candace's bed. On the bed in the uh, recycle bin on the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The adult diaper in episode two this season. Yeah. <laughs> or was that three? I think it was maybe it was three. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. It but, happened. But... But this, the, the thing about this is, like, you're in someone else's car. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, it's a cab, so it's the company thing. It has the lights on top and all, so you know it's a real cab. But you're in somebody else's place. When Courtney did it in Candace's bed, she was home alone. She thought she was in the bathroom. There's nobody around. There's that. I mean, the garbage can thing, I've seen women do this. Mm-hmm. Not laid across it straight like that. Uh, Please tell me you haven't seen that. In the trash can? Yeah. I saw a woman... She was basically, like, reverse planking on the this big blue recycle bin. Yeah. And just Yeah, going. yeah. Uh, no, there was a woman at uh, Great America, the Six Flags in Illinois, uh, that did that because the line was so long for the bathroom. She just dropped onto the can and just pissed into it. Mm. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> and I've seen guys in Soldier Field do disgusting oh, sure. shit. Yeah, everywhere. So, oh, here's a drain in the floor. Four guys circle around and piss. Nice set of shoes you got there. Shame if something happened to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Granted, you know, it was 30 below in the stadium and everybody was trashed. Yep. But uh, that's what happens. Uh, but yeah, Nilsa doing that. It, it, I think her face makes that the it best does. pissing scene of of the show so far. Like a frog on acid is what she looked like. Yeah, and <laughs> so, I, but you pointed out that it looked like she was going to piss outside of the van before they got in the van, and Amy just kind of like lassoed her. Said, yeah, we got to go. Threw her in. Well, and when she threw her in too, her skirt was hiked up. So yeah. you see her ass. So yeah, she was yeah. I think you you nailed it with that. She was ready to go, <laughs> just like no, I'm going in here. <laughs> I can't be outside. I'm being inside. Here we go. Yeah. So that was that was a whole thing. By itself. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, and then uh, let's see. After that, I mean, Cody and Nilsa did work it out. Like kind of drunk cry, work it oh, out. Yeah. Boy, I'm oh sorry. Boy. I don't even remember what happened. I don't remember what happened either. <laughs> and and like, then he just crawls in her bed with yeah. her. And they just cuddle and go All to right. sleep. They pass out. So that was that. And that's when I really realized, I mean, on the second viewing, Kodai is the fucking sneaky groper. He is. He is. He is a me too waiting to happen. And he does it in such a way that it's consensual. Like, let's just cuddle together. Okay. I think he seems harmless. He's not. No, he has a sort of an effeminate vibe to him, and that's fair to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think people think of him in a sexual way. He's disarming. Which yeah, which lets him get away with this cuddle thing, which he does later in the episode mm-hmm. too. So I mean, he's he's spooning Nilsa going to sleep. Fine. Uh, and then uh, the next day, that's when we get into the next day, where Gus is still pouting. <laughs> He's having a rough go of it it's about my, his birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. So uh, they're all sitting, the guys are all sitting outside. Y'all can't night, not fight for one night. That's all I wanted. My birthday. <laughs> my birthday. My birthday. 23 doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. My birthday. So Kodai says to him, what if we all... What if we all go to the gym, a guy's day? And Gus's like, you want to go to a guy's day at the gym? <laughs> yeah. He did. And they did. Like a crying kid. Yeah. And you're like, would you want to go get some ice cream? And they kind of cheer up through their tears. <laughs> yes. Really? You, you want to get ice cream? Smile? That was exactly his reaction. It was so fucked up. And like, okay. And, and he and Jeremiah stayed connected between seasons. Jeragus. Yeah, Jeragus. <laughs> As their shirts said, their airbrush shirts. Amazing. And uh, they stayed connected. They were workout buddies off-season. And Kirk went that went, went them uh, in the first season yes. to the gym. So, he, you know, he works out, too. He goes with them. He's not as big as they are. But he's, he's in still shape. Goes, yeah, he's in shape. Uh, and, but Kodai going with was like, the, come on, man. Let's go hang out as guys. And I was ready for that sneaky cuddle with Gus to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard for him to get between Gus and Jeremiah, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You said it several times over this viewing. They yeah. should just get it out of the way and fuck already. They should just fuck. And yeah, the two of them are so uh, nuts to butts. It's fucking ridiculous. It's beautiful, honestly. It, it is. It kind of is <laughs> in a weird way. But yeah, they go uh, gym day while they're outside on the patio. Though this is where I just I grew to like Candace even more because she is yep. just fucking ribbon. Is he really? pouting out there over his birthday. <laughs> They're bonding. And she's yeah. having a bonding she's session. Like, I'm going to go out there and throw some pads at them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm team Candace right now. <laughs> she had her fit, but now she's she's having a good time making fun of them. But yeah, they had their, their bro day at the gym. And I don't know why Kodai wore a really saggy, saggy but- tank top. Kind of like with spaghetti straps, yeah. almost. Yeah. <laughs> and the cameraman focused on his nipples Harry so goddamn nips. much. Hairy nips. Yes. And uh, it was weird. It was weird for the camera Every crew. scene would start with a nipple. Yeah. And then kind of zoom out and pan up to their faces. Right. And it just, it just went right back to it. And that's the editors, too. 
Why are you focusing on his nipples? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because they have a sick sense of humor, I think. Yeah. And he was bench pressing, what, 50 pounds? I don't think it was that much. Maybe. There were small discs I think there were, on there. Yeah. I think there were 10-pounders on so each side. Two 10-pounders two on each side, and, so, and then and the bar is five. So, yeah, 45 pounds, and yeah. he was dying and needed to be spotted for that shit. Gets, <laughs> Which you I can't love. walk or move at all after this. Like You see him getting out of the car like an yeah. old man. He's walking <laughs> down the hallway with a hobble. He couldn't do shit. <laughs> it was the best. Good for him for going, though, because he spent more time in the gym in that episode than I have in the last three years. Yeah, same here. So, <laughs> yeah. And probably in his entire lifetime. <laughs> but, and, and I'll give him a little credit, too. He did it to make his friend happy. Yes. Like, all right, let's do this thing. Let's cheer up my friend. So there's that. And uh, so that was fun. Um, let's see. The nipples. Oh, and then they come back. Gus, off season, has been modeling for romance novels. Basically, Fabio. He's the cover model. Yeah. Which, hey, if you just have to stand there, take Probably a few gets pictures, decent money and for get it paid. Too. Yeah. I mean, Fabio, one of the best known people in, in modeling. Yeah. He's like the first male supermodel, really, and fr- it was mostly from That's doing his those legacy, romance yeah. novels. Yeah, so he made a ton of money from that. And if Gus can get in that, go for it, do it. I I don't blame you. But uh, Kodai was mentioning that, and, he, and Gus said, "Here, read one of these. Just check it out. Just grab any random page." And he starts reading it, and they're laughing. But I I really think. He was getting. I think Kodai yeah, was Kodai, getting a little. Cody was getting a little hot and bothered there. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like calling him Kodai because it sounds Cody Kodai. stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds stupid, and these people are stupid. I don't know. Cody, whatever. I don't even know what it is, but he was getting hot and bothered over this thing. Uh, you could see it. Like he's getting flustered because he's looking at Gus and thinking about Gus. And you had the theory he's probably by. I. I th- yeah, he's either by or not out of the closet yet and doing all this stuff with the women as a cover. But as I see more and more of him, it's not a cover. I no. think he's by. I, I think he's just like sexually open and yeah. maybe even a sex addict kind of person because he's making out with women left and right. Borderline predatory. Bars. Yeah. The, the one woman in the one episode looked like she was not all there. <laughs> like just... Two episodes ago, he went in the bathroom, hurled, yeah. and then went out and started just ramming his tongue down some lady's throat. Yeah. So, I, I, he's, oh, boy. Yeah. I think he's up for anything. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? By pan, maybe. Who knows? Um, All I know is he needs to get into the auto audio book industry reading Gus's novels. <laughs> yeah, he was getting uh, very moist listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> moist. I need to go wipe. <laughs> But that that was pretty entertaining. I do like that. Um, then we get to, I think after that was yes, Logan on the phone. Oh boy, because uh, Logan was at Coyote Ugly at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, and it was kind of being a shithead, but it wasn't overbearing. No, it was, in the, it was in background shithead. But the first time they introduced him, Courtney's boyfriend. Oh yeah, he has crazy eyes. He does. He really does. And that's when she ends up getting into the cab upside down, and he loses his shit just because she was sitting Yeah, Kirk had to down. get her into the cab, yeah. and he was messing with her a little bit. But nothing, you know, anything like two Nothing inappropriate yeah, at nothing all. Yeah, nothing inappropriate at all. And uh, Logan got angry. Yes. Immediately, like just his, snap at any moment. Hanger problems. Oh, yeah. He's worse than Kirk. W- way worse than Kirk. Like, Kirk's a hair trigger. This guy is just firing all the time. Yeah. And uh, he he just he looks like he's having fun sometimes, but I don't think I could hang anywhere near this guy because I'd just be waiting for when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Courtney's trying to talk to him on the phone. He's getting pissed off because he can hear uh, Jeremiah made a, a cheesecake, smashed it in Gus's face for his birthday, and then Gus smashing it in his own face because <laughs> they're all fucking trashed. <laughs> they were having a good time. Yeah, they were having a blast. They'd gone to like a Benihana's or whatever and drank a bunch of sake and shit. So, uh, yeah, they were having a blast, uh, all the guys. And Logan's like, all I hear is them in the background. Tell them to shut the fuck up and fucking respect me. Respect me. Respect me. Tell them to respect me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's getting upset. 
he's just oozing anger through the phone. Respect me, respect me, respect me. Because they're having a good time in their own home, yeah. might I add. Yeah. Uh, and they don't have cell phones. No, they they're have not allowed to have cell phones for the show. One so little house phone. Yeah, to use the house phone. Yeah. And his anger is completely infecting Courtney, which I'm not surprised yeah. about. And she's nuts anyway. Yeah. So she's getting upset. But the whole... The Logan situation is going to come to a head. At some point, it has to. And it's not going to be good. Because even the previews for next week's episode, she's on the phone with Logan again. Yeah. He's telling them, they don't respect me, tell them to respect me. And then he says, tell Jeremiah to stay the fuck away from you. It was yeah. the last thing they showed in the preview. So yeah. you know this is coming. He's super jealous. Yeah. Um, Possessive. Yeah. Oh, I boy. almost see... Did you see I, Tanya? I did not. That movie, I thought was when I saw the trailers, was going to be presented in a comedic way. But the relationship between Tanya Harding and Jeff Galuli was... It, that that was a, a hard movie. It mm. was n- There was no real comedy in that at all. It was like, holy fuck, the whole time. All they did was beat the shit out of each other. And I hate to say that I see that as their future here. Courtney and Logan, like, that's going to be... I don't think it'll last rough that between long, the two hopefully. Oh, no, God, no. But I just, it's not going to be good. Yeah. It's going to end up with those two in a fist fight in a fucking bar. And she'll fuck him up, honestly. Yeah, I, will, I think so. She will cut him. But that was the, all of I, Tanya. Like, they were beating the piss out of each other. And that's what I see happening here. Yeah. Eventually. So, I, I, yeah, that dude, is. there's nothing good about this nope, guy. Nope, this one bad. You know. And this is where I want the respect supercut for the whole show. Because <laughs> the word respect, respect and disrespect respect. were said... 90 fucking times easily throughout this episode. It was insane. But uh, but we do get to some good stuff. A little, yeah, a little more lighthearted stuff. A little more lighthearted. In the last episode, Nilsa uh, saw that there was a bikini contest. Well, before that, they wake up in the morning, and they're all trying to get a job. Oh, that's right, the job search. <laughs> How these these people? It's great. They're calling. They're reading wanted ads, and they're calling each one of them, calling the one they want to call. Yeah, and getting shot down immediately yeah. <laughs> for every job they wanted. Yeah, and, and then they finally. Nilsa is from Panama City Beach area. Yeah, she says, "I know this place. You know, over by the liquor store we like to go to. Let's give them a call." Yeah. And so they call a hot dog stand. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming that a hot dog stand is going to have eight immediate openings yeah. for people to come work <laughs> during the peak of summer season when people are living down there yeah. for the summer. Eight jobs just there for you. Uh, so the guy agrees to hire them. And right. as he's hanging up the phone, he says, yeah, I got room for three is tomorrow. And they said, oh, great, we got a job. And they get all happy. Uh, <laughs> and you know all eight of them are going to show oh. up for three spots. I don't know if they will. One of them's going to be passed out drunk. Right. And miss it. And not go, yeah. Yeah, at least. So, at least six showing up for three jobs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after once, now that they have a job, they got to go out and celebrate. And this is where, you know, yeah. Nilsa's little plan comes into play. They all lose the job. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Nilsa's plan from the last episode, she found out there was a bikini contest. Club La Vila. Yeah, which you said you've been to. I have, yeah. And uh, was portrayed accurately. It hasn't changed in 12 years, no. Yeah. <laughs> so she convinces Candace, who is not very comfortable being in a bikini because she's worried about her boobs, that she doesn't have any boobs. Like even Nilsa does her chichis up. Chichis up. And Candace is like, I don't have any chichis. Chichis up. No, I don't have any. <laughs> she's yelling at her. <laughs> but uh, they they... Try out their bikinis for for the guys to get like a, an accurate Some assessment. Yeah, sure. They know they'll be honest on their feedback, so they each have two. They try out, and the guys tell them which they like better. In one particular case, a little too honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Cody, Kodai. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting lusty over Candace. Like, remember in the mask when Jim Carrey does the ahuga, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, and the tongue rolls out of his mouth. That was him this entire time with Candace. Yeah, and and Nils is perfectly comfortable. Oh, yeah, sure. Wanting herself. She goes out in the first one, the second one. They give her the opinions of which one they like. And then uh, Candace finally comes down. She comes out in the first one. And to me, I'm like, 
that doesn't fit. It her wasn't well. a great bathing suit for her body type. Yeah, it's it's not like whatever, and she's kind of awkward about it and uncomfortable, and it doesn't fit her well. So I understand why she feels that way. Mm-hmm. So she goes up to try the second one on the second one. Perfect, nailed it. Yeah, and and it works for her. And even when I watch it the first time, I'm like, that's it. Yep. That's what she should be wearing. And she is fit. She looks good. Everything. Meanwhile, Nilsa's ass and back of her legs look like she was standing downrange at a, at Top Golf. Yeah, <laughs> getting hit by golf balls for a half hour, like, or like she was paintballing she and did not protect just her lower half everywhere. Yeah, well, the bruises on her ass are probably from the center console, the center <laughs> the console, or the the butt cheek injections. Yes. Either one. <laughs> but yeah, all her ass and legs are covered in bruises, and those things happen. But jeez, put yeah. some cover up on those things or something. If you're going into a competition, yeah. But like, what happened to you? That <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? It's, you know, it was Kodai. It's mostly clumsiness, probably. Most likely, yeah. Drunken clumsiness. But uh, she's covered in bruises, which you know is white trash, sexy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but they go to the competition. She's cocky. Gets up there, does whatever she Strutting does. Strutting her stuff. Yeah, like she she in her mind won this before she even showed. Correct. Up. And you know the other competition looks like they just. Dragged a trailer park and brought whatever they could find. <laughs> and, you know, it was bad. It was just bad. And then Candace, it's her turn after Nilsa. She's nervous about it. She almost doesn't get up there. And then she finally just, she goes up and completely lets go of the stage fright. Yeah. And has fun up there. Does the whole thing. And they line all the women up. And she ends up getting... Third place. Yeah, second runner-up. Second runner-up, and she's like, holy shit. Shocked the shit out of her. Yeah. Shocked the shit out of even Nilsa. Like, her eyes got big, and she yeah. got, she was happy and clapping for Everybody her. was excited the for her. The crowd went nuts. Her roommates. Yeah, yeah, it was great. But Nilsa already had first place in her head, so she's like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it gave Candace a much-needed boost. Yes. Uh, as, as far as her appearance goes and stuff like that, she wasn't confident. And then it gets a... Uh, First runner-up, Nilsa's like, yeah, that's not going to be me. And then they get to the winner, and they say, all the way from... Indiana. Indiana. And then Nilsa's face just goes, ooh. <laughs> didn't even place. Nothing. And Candace got it, who thought she wouldn't get shit because of Nilsa, and that was the fucking best. She's like, I, I, ain't never want, I ain't never lost a pageant in my life. This is rigged. This is rigged. And then she says, where's my Jesus candle? <laughs> Because what what would Jesus do? Enter a bikini contest, of course. <laughs> they this, this show these people constantly go back to praying Jesus, good Christians, yes. despite every action that they perform on this oh. show. It's always back to the Jesus candle and the prayers. The, and, yeah, this, and losing a bikini contest. Where's my Jesus candle? <laughs> I need to pray. I'm telling you. This is America. This show right now is yeah. America right yep. now. <laughs> it's what it is. So they get back to the house after. Cody is fucking lusting after Candace. And Candace tries calling her boo, yeah, uh, uh, Gator J two three one Southside God. <laughs> yeah, not joking. Hashtag Buzzdog. Isn't there a hashtag in there somewhere? No, she said that after his name. His uh, name is Gator J two three one Southside God. That's, okay. That, <laughs> But yeah, tries calling him. When she told him, she called him to tell him she was going to be in the contest, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, sure." Yeah. A little condescending. Yeah, you you're a grown adult. You do what you want, and you could tell he wasn't happy with it. But he wasn't going to tell her not to do it at sure. the same time. But uh, he was kind of making his feelings <laughs> known without being a dick about it. So. Yeah, and she she After knew she won. Like she tried to call him. He didn't answer. Like yeah, two two times I think she tried calling him. Right to voicemail. Yeah, and she was upset about and that. Kodai sees this. Oh yeah, like oh, I, he's like, come on, come cuddle in my bed, come cut. And she didn't. And when she called, he goes, Candace, and she goes, ah, <laughs> all cross-eyed and drunk from the couch. <laughs> that was the best. But he ends up climbing into her bed, 
cuddling up with her and telling her how great she is and stuff, and she's just eating it up. Right, and he even like they cut to him in the confessional, and he goes later, Gator. Yeah, he knows exactly <laughs> what he's doing. He does, and it's like he's he's playing this game, and he's just gonna the the long con. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what he's doing. He's gonna work slowly until he can convince her he's the guy she wants to be with, and he even says. Mark my words, we're hooking up before the season's over. He does. Over. He calls it. He calls a shot. Yeah. He's Babe Ruth pointing at Wrigley Field. And I'm just like, I don't think he's completely wrong. I really don't. Nathan they even show. show in the previews for next week. Yeah, uh, I think Nilsa says, if I had to put money on some of us hooking up, it's yeah. Kodai and Candace. And and they're grinding on each other, dancing and stuff. I at least, at least see a makeout happening between the two. Sure. Something will happen between. I don't know if it's going to be a full hookup. But something will happen between the two of them. I just, I see what he's doing, and I, I just totally get it. Like, yeah, he's working this every way he can to get there. And he liked her last season too. I mean, he, did. he said it, but but uh, he didn't pursue it all that. No, all that hard. No, now he's like, all right, this is my chance. Coming yeah. back, okay. He thought about it in the off season. Yep, the I, whole he spent off-season. the whole time thinking yep. about it, and he's like, this is my chance to make this happen. So, um. So yeah, he's just, I, I, he's going to get something to happen here. Yes, he, he's really step by step, and he's not rushing it. He's taking it slow, and he's going. He didn't like sit down and write out a plan, but he has a plan. Yeah, and it's he's done this before. He is that <laughs> what I the regret. Yeah, that's right. He is so many women's regret fuck because <laughs> he's done this, hooked up, and the next morning they're like, "What the fuck did I do?" Yep. <laughs> Plays his game. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but something will. And that's... Uh, and that's where we ended episode four. That's where we ended that, so... So, who was your psycho of the week this week? Oh, it's Logan. It's Logan, Logan, that's a good oh, choice. Oh, well, we did have one more scene that happened. Okay. While they were cuddling, remember, Logan stayed in oh, the house. Oh, how could I How could I forget? Logan stayed in the house, and Courtney <laughs> convinced him to go into the bathroom... Oh, that's like, the, this is the quote of the show. Courtney says to Logan, while they're getting ready to go in the shower and get it on, she says, did you want to take a shit or do you want to have sex in the shower? Like, presenting his two options to yes. him. <laughs> With complete sincerity. Yeah. I, I don't know, they're both, they both sound good. I like a good shit. Yeah. And I love some good shower sex. And what does he say? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, he says, he says, I don't care. Whichever. Like, I could be up for either. Oh. But they go in the shower, which has glass sliding doors, leave the door open, and they start fucking in the shower. They, which is all blocked out with a big Floribama uh, the, the logo. logo. And Nilsa goes in there. And she's watching them, screaming. Spraying them with the thing, she has her, her cooch gets blurred out because she's wearing short shorts. <laughs> she's putting her foot all the way up on the fucking top of the shower door from the toilet, and it just makes me like, all right, well, that's interesting, but <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? And then they invite her, and she's like, no, I'm a good Christian girl. <laughs> she <laughs> had to go light her Jesus candle. <laughs> Shout out to the subtitle guy for MTV2. Yes. While Logan's carrying Courtney around the house in her drunken stupor, he she says three coherent words, and then the subtitle guy just completely gave up and yeah. wrote, nur, 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 for the rest of her <laughs> yes. sentence. Because you can't hear what she's saying. No. Amazing job. That's pretty much what she said. Amazing job. And then, of course, also, he yells at her. I told you already. None of the butthole stuff. So yeah. Oh, the awkward sex and noises. They that they thankfully subtitled for us too. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> but they're yeah they're going out of the shower. That's that. So so Logan was your psycho of the week though. I think so because he's respect me, respect me, respect yeah. me. Like Candace was drunk and just felt like we should be taking care of each other. That's not really psycho to me. It's just. You know her, her being drunk and stupid, and, and sure, you know, a, a, almost a lumpy kind of drama. That's young people drama, yeah. drunk drama, young people drunk drama. Um, Cody, he's he's definitely he's, creepy. he's creeping up the scale. Yeah, 
but he's not. He, he wasn't too psycho in this. No. Again, everything was consensual, but who knows where <laughs> that leads to? But Logan, he just he just tipped right into it's going to get fucked up. Yeah. And because yeah. all we had seen of him was that previously was that when he first got introduced. Yeah. And he got a little triggered at the end, and I went, okay, he's drunk. Probably, I wouldn't have gone where his brain's going. Right. Sure, but yeah. all right. One time, whatever. Yeah, no, he's he's creeping up there too. Yeah. Well, you get <laughs> you get kind of two directions you can go with that. You can get where it's him, super jealous, crazy. I'm gonna scream and and have a shit fit, or so possessive. With a similar, and which I've talked about on Prime Cutler, the other show about very Cavalieri. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> yes, Gurney, who goes into himself and he gets all pouty and walks away. So you're going to get those two extremes yeah. or any range in between when it's drunk and my girlfriend is flirting with somebody else. Yes. So, you know, he's he's definitely, he just has that face of a serial killer. And I would agree with you on the cycle of the week, except for one thing. Uh, mine's Kirk. Yeah. Because they went to Boys Day at the gym. Yeah. And the motherfucker wore khakis. Yeah. <laughs> to the gym, full on khaki, not 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 pleated shorts, like full on khaki pants. <laughs> yes, and not even the zipper off at the no. Knee <laughs> there's something not right with somebody yeah. who does that. So he it's is. a little out of the box, but I have to give him that one. I do like his memento style tattoos. Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what the hell's going on there, but there's a lot of text, and I think he just needs to remember some shit. <laughs> Like, here's my address. I'm drunk. You just take me here. Right. <laughs> he just flips his arm out. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a bunch of X's through it because, you know, when you're in your 20s, you move you 80 move times. You move a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> the futon's falling apart from getting it down the stairs right. four times. <laughs> he just threw it off the balcony yeah. one time because yep. you didn't give a fuck anymore. Your friend's <laughs> screaming, I'll catch it, I'll catch it. No, yeah. It never works. So, yeah. it's uh, I, I agree. He could be right up there, too. <laughs> it's... He's definitely for the previous episode, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just waiting for Logan, and I'm waiting for Gator Dick Gator J two three one Southside God. Yes, <laughs> wait for him to show up because I think he's either going to be the most calm guy in the world, or he's going to be nice. actually. I, I was reading online. I heard he's actually somewhere in Yellowstone Park right now doing something. <laughs> So I'm sure he'll make his way to Panama City Beach eventually. Right, testing out microphones. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Where's fanny packs? Inside so, jokes, folks. Inside yes. jokes. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this full breakdown of Florida Bama It's Shore. the premiere episode in the middle of the run of the series. Yes, but we will go back and go through some older episodes as we go. And I'll I'll number them so that when they show up in your player they're in order, but uh, so so this will look like episode two hundred four, but season two episode four, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to next week because it looks like Logan goes fucking yes nuts. we're getting some Logan time yeah and I feel like I mean you, you know that they've edited this whole thing already and nobody dies probably but <laughs> just... yeah no nothing nothing. Supremely consequential is going to happen yeah. because it's it, it is very closely monitored despite what they show us. They have yeah, security yeah. all over the place, but the drama aspect of it is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I don't it, like. I think the worst thing that's really happened in one of these reality shows was uh, I don't know if you ever watched Real World. Oh sure, but I don't. I, I only watched one season. It might have been three or four, and there was a guy who pulled a girl's towel off and he got kicked off the show because mm-hmm. sexual harassment thing and this is like in the 90s so there hasn't been anything like that in 20 plus years on MTV since that incident and that was probably it's not entirely a- accurate you clearly don't watch much enough MTV oh okay yeah well has there has there been anything on like the challenge that? absolutely oh okay yeah but I, I think even but since that moment they have been cautious Three seasons, three or four seasons ago, it was definitely before Dirty Thirty. There was a sexual harassment issue on the show with housemates, and they kicked the girl out. Ah, okay. For sexually harassing a guy. Yeah, yeah. So I think if anything too severe happens, I mean, oh, they, yeah, they'll shut it down. Yeah, yep. they take care. MTV's of MTV's very aware of the social issues, and like 
somebody's getting made fun of, they'll put an anti-bullying message in the middle of the episode, sexual harassment yeah. they're big on, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There was a, there was a guy that uh, had AIDS, and somebody was making fun of him, I think they kicked him off. Yep. So there was that, too, so... Yeah, they're they're pretty conscious. If anything major happened, we probably would have heard about it. Yes. So, you know, I don't think Logan gets to be a serial killer this season. But, you know, I mean, the future has possibilities. <laughs> you never know. He could print himself a 3D book. gun. And, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think that's your next book. <laughs> Potential serial killers <laughs> that never made it. <laughs> With Logan from Florabama Shore. Oh, man. Yeah, he's my number one pick. But, uh... Anyway, we will uh, be back with an Season 2, Episode 5, as yeah, well yeah. as backtracking through the previous episodes, which will be fun to rewatch. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, because normally we watch these things and then text each other, so sitting together and watching them is even more fun, actually, because we're fucking laughing like idiots. But uh, we'll get through all of them, and uh, if you want to subscribe, go to abnormalentertainment.com. You can find all of our shows there. If you want more reality stuff? I do Prime Cutler. The yeah, we're turning Cavalry into a couple breakdown. of reality TV old men, yeah. basically. Cutler, at least I watch them as a bear. At least I, that's my football that's team. You're saving grace, so really? I got that. Yes. <laughs> it's not an excuse. It's just whatever. When I start seeing you with Uncommon James Kitchen stuff, yes. <laughs> we're going to have a talk. But until then, go we're for big it. Big square <laughs> copper earrings. <laughs> but yeah, you have that if you like the reality show thing. Uh, you have... Put it together. No cry zone if you like politics. Cinema head cheese. I'm trying to get that going again because I've been slacking. I, I, I just listened to your rampage, or not rampage. I'm sorry, skyscraper. Uh, skyscraper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Rock as Bruce Willis and Howie Long and <laughs> Liam Neeson <laughs> and everybody else. But uh, check out all of those shows over there, and we'll have more of this, more of that. Uh, anything you want. We're on YouTube, Spotify. Uh, Stitcher, anywhere you go for podcasts. So check that out. And until next week, for Florabama Slammers, this is Kevin Moyers. Frankie G. And we'll see you next time. Subscribe to Floribama Slammers at abnormalentertainment.com slash slammer. Listen to every episode on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, our YouTube channel, or anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Tweet Frankie G at F3TheMissile and tweet Kevin Moyers at Kevin Moyers. And find more great shows, comic books, books, audiobooks, and more at abnormalentertainment.com. You've been listening to the Abnormal Entertainment Network.